Solid State Records, new artist Earth Groans is delivering music with a lot to say. And the antidote is here with the band's vocalist, Jeremy Schaefer. Thanks for coming, Jeremy. You bet. Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it. I gotta be honest with you. When I first heard the name Earth Groans, I thought, oh no, here it comes. We've got music with a message about the environment. (laughs) (laughs) That's not really what you're aiming for, is it? No, we're conscious of the problems, but that's not our main intent. And what is your intent? Um, I mean, we're we're all Christians, and and like we've all felt the same calling to do ministry through music, and so that's number one. Um, you know, music is kind of our vessel to be able to do that. Uh, but yeah, we just love playing music. We love to get out and just meet people and just hang out, and uh, yeah, establish new relationships and and touring and just seeing the world. Um, it's incredible. I've spent a lot of time checking out Earth Groans Online. I found that you guys might as well be homeless. I'd heard that <laughs> the band spends almost all of its time on the road. Yeah, I, I, I don't like to be home that much, to be honest. Um, and uh, if I was if I was totally homeless, I'd, I'd totally be fine with that as long as I was getting a tour. Um, but uh, we're a new band, and um, this has all been a calling that we've each had and uh, something that we're all really passionate about. Uh, so when we started Earth Groans, we started with the intent of touring very heavily. And it's always been our mindset. It's always been our goal um, just to get the ball rolling, hit the ground running. And um, for the last like two and a half years or so, we've just been touring pretty much nonstop. Um, we want to be out as pretty much as much as we possibly can without losing our jobs or or losing our houses and we genuinely do love touring and we love, you know, being a part of a great music scene across the world and getting to do that. So can I guess that none of you are married because often spouses, they tend to put a (laughs) clamp down on things like this. Nope. No marriage is here. I, uh, I swore off relationships a long time ago and I dedicated uh, myself to music a few years ago because me and music are the only ones that really seem to get along really well. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about passion for touring, passion for music, but I think we also share another passion. You've got to tell me about your favorite coffee. Yes, my favorite coffee. Oh, man, that's actually really hard. Um, I don't know if I have um, a specific... I do um, Starbucks a lot. Because uh, they have really good Wi-Fi, um, like when we're on the road and stuff. Uh, but even when I'm at home, I, I just I brew like the Pike's Place. But that's mainly just because I don't have a coffee grinder and I don't have enough money to really get into the. If I had an unlimited budget, man, I'd go all out um, and I'd get you know all the beans from all over the place and stuff. But one of my favorite things to do though is when we're on tour is to find um, like the mom and pop coffee shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and check them out because a lot of times they have really good coffee in there. Um, sometimes they can just be little holes in the wall, but they're really great places and stuff. And uh, yeah, that's one of the biggest problems of touring so much is, you know, uh, when I wake up, the first thing I need to do, I need to get my coffee. So I have to figure out how I'm going to do that. And a lot of times I just end up brewing my own in the van with a makeshift pour over that's usually kind of ghetto, but uh <laughs> Because it's hard to afford $2.50 coffee, you know, three times a day, so. I've got an idea then for you. Why don't you do a crowdfunding and say, we need a huge tour van and we need a fantastic (laughs) coffee maker and a supply of coffee. 
Yeah, we don't even need a huge tour van. We just need to, uh, crowdfunding for a barista to come on tour with us and just be our personal barista. He can live in the trailer, and we can feed him <laughs> Cheerios through the, the vents, and he can make us really good coffee. There's the best idea. Okay, well, talking about touring, you had a tour in May that was absolutely nuts. You charged only a dollar cover. I mean, meaning yes. you're making no money off the tickets. So, like, what happens? You guys all take turns pushing the van instead of buying gas? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, you know, finances were definitely tight on that tour. Um, but we knew that going in. Um, we didn't want anyone to have an excuse not to be able to come out to a show. Um, so we didn't want money to be the reason why people can't come out and be a part of such a great community. And, um, that way, you know, we get new people involved and they can find out what they're missing out on. And, um, so yeah, it was just kind of a strategy to not only get word out about ourselves, you know, um, but also just to get people out to shows, no excuses. You know, we, we told people if you don't have a dollar, we'll give you a dollar because it's not about the money. We want to get people there. You know, we want to keep it about the passion. We want to keep it about the music. And money shouldn't be the deciding factor whether people get to go be a part of something that great. So that was our whole mentality behind it. You know, we were, it was tight. But um, people blessed us a lot. Almost every day people were giving us um, things to eat and places to stay and showers and stuff like that. So um, it was really incredible. A lot of people stepped up for us too. So we're very gracious. And they gave you coffee in the morning. Mm, yes, they did. <laughs> we got to get back to the point that you'd brought up about being a Christian. Mm -hmm. That's where Earth Groans is different from a lot of artists that I meet with. You don't mind taking on that Christian band label? No. I mean, ever since I was younger, um, I've always felt a calling towards uh, ministry through music. Um, I know we're going to catch a lot of heat for it and everything, um, but like... That's just how it is, I guess. You know, we we already have a lot of people that hate on us because we're a Christian band. But, um, you know, we try and encourage people to, you know, not get caught up on that. You know, at least if the lyrics don't pertain to you or whatever, at least you can, you know, focus on the art of it, respect it as it is. So, yeah. Then what do you think the hesitation is from other artists who are obviously marketing or music to Christians? Why are they hesitant about taking the label? I don't know. There, there's, uh, there's a stigma about Christianity. Uh, I mean, Christians in, have been catching kind of a bad rap the last few years for being bigots and, you know, judgmental and uh, whatever. So I think a lot of people are afraid that it's going to steer people away. They're, people are going to get too freaked out by the name Christian and they're, they're not going to want to associate with it. I would say that that's probably the biggest thing, but I don't understand, um, I guess, what the point of not being proud of it is but i mean um or maybe you know maybe they just want to uh reach people through relationship more than you know letting people know from the beginning that they're a christian band which is totally great too it's all about you know what their calling is and what god's purpose is for them so um i can't judge either way um on behalf of them well let's carry on with that maybe a little bit more I mean, Christians love terms like renewal and rebirth to describe someone coming back or strengthening their faith in Christ. Earth Groans went for the nuts and bolts approach, calling your new EP Renovate. Mm -hmm. You want to explain? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
the title Renovated comes from the song The Estate. In the song, paralleling um, an old structure, this old house, um, with a person and their soul and their and their well-being. And um, the song, The Estate, this house, it's crumbling. It's, it's getting to the point where it's about ready to collapse. So the whole song is just paralleling, you know, the crumbling of this house. You know, no matter how much paint you throw on the outside, no matter how much primping and, and cleaning and everything that you do to it, it doesn't fix the foundation, doesn't fix the crumbling structure within. And so uh, in the song, it, the person is getting to the point where we're about ready to collapse. And even if we're totally put together on the outside, it, it doesn't fix our soul within. And uh, so uh, Christ is, he calls himself the, the great carpenter. And, and so in this song, um, you know, it's the, the final cry for, for Christ to come in and rip out all the old crap, the old rotten boards and and take the the fixture and renovate it to a new creation and uh, it says uh, behold for Christ he makes all things new and that's um, that's the whole point behind this is just uh, for him to come in and like pull it all out and if I don't know if you've ever done any renovating but it it totally sucks and you uh, every time you open up a new wall you find new problems that you didn't know about before <laughs> and and you know, and it sucks, and you and you rip it all out, and it's messy, and it takes a long time, and it's it's ugly, but uh, it needs to be done so that that structure can stand. My wife is the better renovator than I am. Mm. <laughs> all right, they're the honest truth. <laughs> That's all right. It really sounds like you're driven to do this. So, I mean, if music wasn't in your life, what would Jeremy Schaefer be doing? Um, you know, I I actually talk about this a lot. If I wasn't doing music, uh, I would be doing something else where I'd be, you know, serving others. Uh, I, you know, if I wasn't doing music, I'd, I'd probably d- be doing mission work somewhere, um, wherever I find another talent. Um, working with my hands, I'm good with working with my hands. So whatever I can do to help others uh, working with my hands. Music is just a vessel. And um, so, you know, if we each had a calling elsewhere, you know, or a talent elsewhere, we would definitely be using it um, to serve God some other way. Yeah, for me, I think I would definitely be doing some kind of mission work or just serving other people somewhere somehow. That's always been my biggest priority. You really open up on the EP, because I'm assuming it's, this is coming from a personal context. Yes. On the track, The Estate, it talks about how we have all of this crap inside of us and how <laughs> yeah. we keep it hidden from the world. How sure. rough was your life at that point um it was you know it wasn't like the worst time of my life but um it was definitely just me coming to the realization i went to an extreme on this um you know and i made it seem maybe a little bit worse than i actually was I was just taking the extreme um situation but i definitely was in a point where i was realizing that there were a lot of things in my life that needed to be dealt with that i've never never really paid attention to. Like it says in the song, I kind of like bury some of the stuff down deep. And um, um, so there were just some things that I realized that I really needed to pay attention to, really needed to deal with and bring them to Christ and, and just get them taken care of um, before they were, you know, bigger problems. Your vocals and the music of Earth Groans is really aggressive. Do you think there's any chance that the message you're trying to get across could actually be lost in that aggression? Um, 
We hope not. I've always put it as there's like no better way to get something out that's on your heart other than just screaming at the top of your lungs, <laughs> um, you know. But I mean, I can understand how some people could say that, you know. Um, I've had we've even had like people approach us about it because like I was raised where uh, rock and roll was the devil's music, so that was like a no go for me growing up. But like that's always just where I've been drawn to. I, you know, I got into heavier music when I was in high school, and um, that's always been my number one thing for music. But we have had people like come in and ask us, like, "Well, would you ever consider doing this as a worship song?" You know? <laughs> and I couldn't see the music being taken that way, being that this is where where we've been called to do. Um, but at the end of the day, we really hope that all of our message comes across. And if it, even if it just comes across as just good listening music, like that's totally fine. And then, you know, maybe at some point in their life, they can relate to the song. Even if they can take one line out of the song and just relate it to their life, like then I feel like our job is done. Well, I'm not so sure that those people that were speaking with you were entirely wrong because some of your stuff really could be almost considered worshipful. <laughs> yeah, it totally, I mean, it is. It's aggressive worship. Uh, you know, it's the worship that we know how to do and that um, we feel called to do. And um, the thing is, like, I really can't sing very well, so I couldn't do a uh, worship band anyways. <laughs> I'm, a be- I'm a better screamer than I am a singer, so... I don't know. There's a metal church opening up in Toronto. Maybe you just need to go there and be the worship yeah, leader. Yeah, that's. I would love to. That'd be great. Something else about your lyrics is none of them follow the typical style of verse, chorus, verse. Mm-hmm. Then, do you want the lyrics to dominate the songs? Yeah, um, I would say that like everything is very vocally driven, and everything it comes down to. Uh, the words that we have to say. You know, music can be a beautiful thing in itself, um, but, like, you do have to, like, at the end of the day, there is, like, some message that you want to push, and, like, we are definitely about pushing a message, and that's our number one thing, definitely. Talking about the lyrics, I agree with where you're going on the song Propaganda, where Mm -hmm. one verse reads, A box in the corner of the room, I reside my mind behind the glass. The matters of my life will have to wait, entrapped. I sink into my own escape. Well, I want to spin that around. Couldn't the music of Earth Groans be considered propaganda? (laughs) Yes, definitely could be. (laughs) Yep. Um, The meaning behind that song is just, you know, media can be used, you know, two ways, obviously. And it's just about getting the listener to think about what they're putting in their mind you know, garbage in, garbage out. So think about, like, you know, the shows that you're watching, even if you think that they're not that bad, you know. Like, just take a step back and just look at what the true meaning behind, like, what the message that they're pushing is um, and evaluate it for yourself. I had a time in my life where I had to take a step back from a lot of the things that I was watching because I felt like it was filling my head with crap. And I feel like there's a lot of corporations and stuff that, like, push stuff through media. I mean, a 30-second commercial can totally change the way that you think about things question everything that you're putting in your mind and think about it a little bit more and 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 the reasoning behind like what they're doing what why they're doing if it's just to make money or if they're trying to push some kind of message or whatever so i guess that's the whole point of that song do you think there's many people that just aren't insightful enough to realize that they are being manipulated 
Yeah, totally. I totally believe that. Um, I think the average consumer, um, me included, uh, can be manipulated very easily by media without even realizing it. That's when I, where I came to that point where I was like, okay, I'm doing a lot of crap in my life that I'm not proud of, and like I need to find the stem of it. And I felt like some of it kind of came down to some of the stuff that I was putting in my head. Well, here's a last thought. Should the Renovate EP be considered an instruction manual to changing your life? <laughs> sure. I mean, I love it. What we want with you know the album is it to shake people, to get them to think about their life. Maybe not even so much as an instruction manual, but like a warning symbol that the the way that we're living isn't always necessarily the best for ourselves and those around us. Um, so it's I, I would call it more of a warning label, I guess, <laughs> that, um, you know, that like you will self-destruct if you do not fix some of the problems in your life and uh, if you don't address some of this stuff. This has been cool, Jeremy. Thanks for coming to speak with The Antidote about Earth Groans. Yes, absolutely. Appreciate again you guys having us on and thank you so much, Dave.